We give glory to God for yet another week in the land of the living, and we want to thank you for always creating the time to listen to the revelation knowledge the Lord makes available through this channel. As you listen to God again through his mouthpiece, Anthony Adifarakin, may you receive light, and may the grace for application and manifestation rest upon you in Jesus' name. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we give you glory, honor, and adoration for yet another week in the land of the living. Thank you for preserving our lives. Thank you for fighting our battles. Thank you for taking care of us. Thank you so much for your loving kindness, for your mercies. Lord, be exalted in the name of Jesus. We have gathered at your feet to learn again. We pray that you give us understanding. We pray that you open up our hearts to receive from you in the mighty name of Jesus. We also pray that you grant us the ability to apply all you will be teaching us in this episode. Thank you for always answering our prayers. We return all the glory, honor, and adoration to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I want to welcome you to this uh, week's episode of Glenn Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, For this week, we're going to be looking at uh, a very important topic. And that topic is, uh, Ye must be born again. We are looking at ye must be born again. That's uh, one of the statements Jesus made during his earthly ministry. John chapter 3 verse 1 to 8 is our text. John chapter 3 verse 1 to 8. We're going to be taking that from the New King James Version. Don't forget we are considering ye must be born again. Let's take our, let's take our text from uh, John 3 1 to 8 NKJV. The Bible said there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Verse 3 says, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? How can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Verse 7, Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. May the Lord bless his words in our heart in Jesus' name. Ye must be born again. We've just read John chapter 3 verse 1 to 8 from the New King James Version. Notice Jesus never said, ye must be good. Jesus, you will never find it. Jesus never said, ye must be good. Rather, he said in verse 7 of our text, ye must be born again. He did not say you must be good. Rather, I said you must be born again. Now, being good and morally upright is good. That's a great thing. You're a good person. You are morally upright. That's beautiful. It's a great thing. But it doesn't change your status from being a sinner to a saint. And that's one, that's one thing uh, I have noticed, especially in this uh, North American region, People think because they don't offend people, because they don't do any bad against anybody, 
they are nice people they don't fight they don't uh, they don't take offense they help people they give scholarships they you know they pay for people's uh, rent i mean they pay people's rent on their behalf they they are wonderful they are good they, they share meals they they host dinner they invite people you know they help the poor all these beautiful charitable deeds they are awesome and they are beautiful but they do not change your status from being a sinner to a saint if you don't mind me using this uh, language i can say at this point that at best you are a good sinner <laughs> if, they, if, this, if that makes sense to you you are morally upright you are a good person but that alone does not change your status rather you just you are just a good sinner a sinner that is very good <laughs> it doesn't change your status to a saint it doesn't mean your sins are forgiven no sin will be forgiven just by being good that's not the method that's not divine order that's not the way God has ordained it okay that's not the way God has ordained it. You, you know, the, the, the thing you will need to understand is this, you see. A, a sinner is not one because of what he does. We need to get this straight. A sinner is not one because of what he does. He is a sinner because of who he is. When you hear a sinner, a sinner is not a sinner because he is sinning. A sinner is one because of who he is. Sin is in the nature before it ever expresses itself in the act. The nature of man is sinful, no matter how good you claim to be. So the problem of a sinner is in who he is, not really what he does. It is who he is that is overflowing into what he does. And the only way out of sin is not by keeping some sense of religious or moral rules, no. The only way out is through the precious blood of Jesus Christ shed for the atonement of sin for all ages past, present and future period only the blood of Jesus is potent enough only the blood of Jesus has the capacity to take away sin nothing else will do it so you must accept the lordship of Jesus Christ over your life if you have to be free from sin and if you're asking, why, why do I need to be free from sin? It's because you're going to die. Sin kills. So you're like saying, why? The reason is death. And not just closing your eyes here on this planet. You are dead. Eternally separated from God. Forever. God forbid. Nicodemus was already a religious leader. Check your Bible. That place we read. He was already a religious leader. Somebody who call like a... a maybe a bishop or a, a pastor, a priest, very highly respected religious leader. He has kept all the laws of Moses. He does all, I mean, he was doing all the religiously right things. You know, everything religion demanded, Nicodemus was blameless. Very up to date. He was a great religious leader, powerful, highly respected. Yet, Jesus told him to his face that he needed to be born again if he must see and experience the kingdom of God. <laughs> so Jesus was trying to tell him keeping all these laws doing all these religious rituals going to church the synagogue you know reading the Bible everything you have been doing congratulations Mr. Nicodemus but you are still a sinner you want to see the kingdom of God you want to come into heaven you must be born again 
and Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What he told Nicodemus that time, he's telling you now, you too must be born again if you are interested in seeing and experiencing the kingdom of God. There are no exceptions. There are no exceptions. Some of us have not even kept up to the law. You have not even kept some laws. You, some of us have not even kept up to probably one-tenth of the laws that these religious leaders were keeping during their time. And yet, Jesus told them they have to be born again. Don't you think he's telling you even more, you know, that you have to be born again too? You have to be born again. He said, ye must. He didn't say you should. He didn't say it, it would be wonderful if you are born again. Jesus did not say, well, I'm appealing to you. You have to think about it. You, you know, you, you really need to be born again. No. Jesus used the word must. M-U-S-T. Go check that in dictionary. M-U-S-T. It's a must. No other way around it. You want to see the kingdom of heaven? You want to see God? You don't want to go to hell? Ye must be born again. And that's how I'm ending the episode for this week. Jesus has said it all. I'm just repeating what he said. Ye must be born again. So if you are there, you have not done that. You are not yet born again. You are just telling yourself, I'm a good person. Well, I've just shown you by the Holy Spirit that being good does not change your status. You are still a, you are still a sinner. You are just a good sinner. And where good sin, I mean, where, where, where bad sinners will go, that's where good sinners will also go lake of fire because once you're a sinner all the good everything you're talking about they already they already neutralized this sinner is what stains everything so if you want to surrender your life to jesus christ now you want to be born again say this prayer after me say lord jesus i am a sinner in need of your salvation please forgive all my sins save my soul and make me yours forever i surrender my life to you today thank you for saving me amen let me pray with you our Father and our God, thank you for your word. Thank you for telling us the importance of being born again. And thank you most importantly for making your son Jesus Christ available for our salvation. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. I pray for your children who have surrendered their lives to you today. Accept them in the beloved. Write their names in the book of life. And for all of us, the grace to remain saved. The grace to not step out of this, uh, this salvation so that we can see your face in glory. Release upon us in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. We give thanks to God for the revelation of His Word. If you said that prayer of salvation, congratulations. Your sins are now forgiven and your new life has begun. Please locate a Bible-believing church near you and start fellowshipping with other believers there. Or if you need help in learning how to live this new life in Christ Jesus, kindly send us a message through our website, www.glome.org, and we will respond accordingly. We will meet again next week for another episode if the Lord has not returned. Until then, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you.